The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. You made it to your weekend. It is Friday at 5. We're set for some exciting football this weekend. College, we were just talking about the Bears play on Sunday at noon. We are your home for the Bears. And uh, we've got your pregame action starting at 8 a.m. with Black and Abdallah. We'll be cross-talking with the guys as well coming up in about 45 minutes from right now. They'll get you set for all the action on the lakefront at 8. Then I'll have your network pregame show coming up at 10. I'll be joined by Bears all-time great Lance Briggs. Dion Miller will be alongside Joniak and Thayer and Jason McKee. Courtney Cronin joins us as well. Ryan Poles with an exclusive interview. Matt Eberflus right before the game. Really, it's everything. It's everything you need. It's everything you want before all the action. And if you're going to the game, you can see us live and in person at the Dr. Pepper stage uh, just inside Gate O. So once you come into Soldier Field, you can't miss us. We'll be right there. Always enjoy seeing all the great Bears fans. So come on by and say hello. And then at halftime, I'll host your halftime show. And uh, you can always call and voice your opinion. Get in line early. We'll take as many phone calls as you can the last couple of weeks. They've been positive phone calls. One week they finished off with a win. Two weeks ago they did not. And what will the headline be this week, Waddle? Uh, Bears win two in a row for the first time since the 2021 season. I agree with you. That's a pretty you. good one, isn't it? That, that, right. I, I was going to like to make it a little cuter and to make it a Minneapolis, St. Paul type thing. Bears with twin wins. That's, that's my headline. Um, they will finally, but they're not going to win twice on Sunday. Not, no, but their second win in a row. Two wins in a row. I think it's too cute. I think it's too cute. All right. Well, look, I, well, I'm Workshop not a headline it. writer. Workshop it. Look, I'm not you a headline writer. That's why I'm doing you are, what I'm you doing You write here. articles. You're, you're, you're a newspaper right, guy. Right. The now. editors do the headlines. Well, what? give me something better than twin. You only can win once on Sunday. Viking party on the lakefront. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. That would mean that the Vikings win. The Vikings win. win. Let's see. Um, Bears. You suck at headlines, dude. I, that's why I write. I'm not good at it. I know what I know, and that's what I don't know. You just Fields can't... a dream. How no, about that? that Fields that, that... a dream. That's terrible. Yes, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Listen, I, I told you, d- d- the Bears make it two in a row for the first time since 2021. Like, that's the headline. I don't need to get cute. I don't. I mean, don't dress it up. I mean, football's not cute. We just go out and, you know, win the game. That's all. No. I'm trying. I'm, I'm look. I'm I'm racking my brain here, but it's it's really just a bunch of rocks, just banging together here. Um, I was trying to throw like some semen in there with some uh, wet what? field. What? And, uh, yeah, what? and it was too dirty. What? Well, Vikings aren't Viking semen, aren't they? See, wouldn't you consider them semen? 
Yes. Uh, I mean, they, they, they have boats. Yeah. Yes. Like they travel. They used to use their boats to Bears, go to different sink, places and, and pillage. On wet fields. You're on. You know what? No. You're right. And I. Now it's and, getting and worse. I was bad, Kevin. Really, Kevin? What's happening really? to this program right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are we doing? We're coming. Like, I didn't think he you could get any worse than you did. My twin wins. I had an innocent one with Bears get twin wins for first time since 2021. But you can't win twice on Sunday. No, but for the two wins in a row, and they beat the Twin Cities. I'm no, not a headline not. writer. Listen, if I'm your editor, streak? I'm telling, I'm firing you. Twinning streak? That's good. Now, see, you're a headline writer. I don't think the. I think it was just better than the the alternative. I don't think. Yeah, it's great, because but. listen, like they're not the twins, the, the Vikings. I know this. Yeah. I don't know where you like. How do you take the leap into the into the semen? I don't get that. Vikings are semen. No, like the better description of them would have been barbarians, not seamen. Okay, like they didn't they didn't live at sea. They they were Nordic. They lived in different countries. All right, go with the Nordic stuff. Give me something like that. What did you come out with? You came out with pears. Get second win in a row for first time since 2021. But I didn't come That's out trying to tell creative. you that I was going to try and make you, you know, make you all, uh, uh, you know, warm and fuzzy with something cool and cute. <laughs> like, and that wasn't, you think semen is, you know, the, the, talking about the Vikings is the Vikings. Semen is We're cute? talking about the Vikings. Get your head out of the gutter. I was trying. You to... were the one that directed this conversation in, into that. It's going to be raining for dumpster. forty-eight hours going into the game. Okay, we'll throw it out there. Just give someone a pizza for someone who comes up with the best headline, potential headline for Sunday, right? Th- Three one Connie's pizza in your freezer that you could throw at someone. Yes, we've got Connie's frozen pizza gift uh, certificates. Three one two, three three two three seven seven six. Save and... us. Save us here. The bar is very low. Tyler gave me a, a really good one that is not for air. It, it, it's not well, safe for air. Well, we just went with semen. It's worse than that. No, no it's worse than that. You I, I, it's, I, I it's can better, give you the gist but, of it. Yeah. Skull blinked. Wow. Wow. Mr. Aki, I am so sorry give again. Give that man that, Yes. It's, but you're going to be eating for free for a week now, buddy. Like, that's good. <laughs> that is really good. Is like, that's drop the mic good. Let's say it again. Thank you. Skull blinked. Yeah, that's good. That is really good. Or can you beat that? And then no. uh, send send them to Twitter as well. Do you and think they- that they could use that uh, and just blank out a couple of words, use asterisks instead of the letters? Or is that just way too risque for a newspaper? We just used it. Yeah, but nobody really respects us. Like, uh, so, like, I think if put like, that a on news- the business card. <laughs> yeah, but nobody really. Re- that's a good T-shirt from yeah. uh, from <laughs> from obvious shirts. Yes, but nobody really respects us. Right. So, like, a newspaper probably can't get away with that, right? The Sun Times on the back of it. What do you think? It's really creative. The Sun Times could get away with it. Really, I think so. Okay. 
I th- listen, I think, and especially if the Bears win by good fortune or a, a call goes their way, then it's perfect. But to get back to the more, really the meat of the story no, here. No, who wants to do that? Okay, like... I was trying to build you a bridge no, to the second back. consecutive win for the first time in several years. Yeah, go, go, go ahead. And then I want to take these calls, too. 312-332-3776. No, I'm just telling you, like, this has been my kind of my mantra all week. It's like we've we've been hand-wringing and we, we've been, you know, gnashing teeth now for, for over a month. Kind of That kind of stopped with the win uh, Thursday night in Washington. But. Like, it can't just end there. That can't be enough. Like, we're in the process of a rebuild here in town. That means that when a team comes to your building that isn't playing well and is missing their best player, that means that you have to continue to grow and make progress by beating a team like that. Of course. You haven't been able to win in the division forever. Correct. Because, like, you haven't you, been win, able to win in your building forever. As you said, like, listen, you and I both were on the same page here. Split in the, in the division this year. Just three and three. Th- that's progress. Three and three. So get this one. You they may were not get it in, in the division last year. Yeah. You may not get it in Minnesota. So get it here. Get it while Justin Jefferson can't play. So, you know, take a step in that direction. Um, like we're, we're, we're looking for this team not to be a Super Bowl contender, but to make significant progress. Is it really asking too much? for them to win a second game in a row against the Vikings team that's coming to town without Jefferson? Really? Like, is that asking too much? No. Because if they don't win, we're going right back to the hand-wringing and the teeth gnashing. We just are. Yeah. Especially with the secondary coming back and, and, yes. and some of the news of the day. Um, Kyler Gordon was a full participant today. I don't believe they have still act, um, officially activated him yet, um, but they have – put on injured reserve today both Herbert and EQ. So those two go on injured reserve. They did, for whatever reason, put Peterman back on on the 53. Well, with EQ going on the on the injured list, you, you know that Velas is going to maintain his spot on the active roster. Tyler Scott's going to get more snaps. He's going to have to get more snaps. And, and look, if you're going to keep him on the roster, get something out of him. If you're going to keep him active, Valus Jones, implement him in the game plan. I was, but, do you think we will see him in the backfield at all? I, I said that after the game last week that, that, look, if you're not – and they brought the kid in – I forget his name. Is it Evans that, that they brought in who was part of the right, team a Darrington while ago? Evans. Um, he was on the Bears last year. Yes. Foreman's going to get the majority of the carries. But, like, if you're not going to really ask – Valus Jones to be part of the passing attack, and, and and they haven't. Like he played a couple of snaps maybe against the Commanders, but for the most part, he's your jet sweep guy. And whenever he comes into the to the huddle offensively, if I was a defensive coordinator, I'd be screaming jet sweep from the from the sidelines. But getting yeah, I mean he 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 plays kind of that gadget role like Tariq Cohen used to, right? Tariq Cohen, they'd hand the ball to him in the backfield every now and again. But he like, was a natural running back. That's well, the difference. I get it. But Vela, look, I'm not telling you to give Velas Jones 12 carries. I'm just telling you, if you're going to keep him active, find a way to get something out of him. I feel like when they were scouting him, that the reason why polls projected him as such is it's when Debo was put in the backfield right after Shanahan. Sure. Remember when Shanahan put him in the backfield in the yep. postseason? Yes. I feel like that's what... 
at least polls saw in him. Like a well, Debo let's give him a chance to do it then. So, like, maybe maybe they will. Maybe he'll be, like, their third-string type of running back after Evans. Yeah, I like, listen. Because it's all not going it. well as a wide receiver. Right. Uh, listen, this is why I brought it up. I, I, if you're not going to throw him the football and you're going to hand it to him in jet sweeps, let me ask you a question. What's really the difference between – the difference between a jet sweep and just, let's say, a toss. So you're lined up in the backfield instead of being lined up on the flank on the left, and then you go in motion, and as the ball snapped, Justin turns and hands it to you on a jet sweep. Right. How about if you're just in the I formation behind blasting game, and they snap the ball to Justin, and he, he, he tosses it to you, and you get to the perimeter on a, on a sweep. Not a jet sweep, but just a sweep. Yeah, get it like, to what's him the difference? In, right, get it to him in space. And, and I would say to you, the reason I would do that is, is because at some point, Foreman's going to have to come out of the game. And Blasting Game fi- fills a, 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 a role. But maybe it's not as a running back. It's more of, of, of being a lead blocker, pass protection, and some of the other stuff that they ask their fullback to do. So if Foreman needs, an oppor- you know, needs a rest, why can't you line Velas up as your running back for a couple of plays and ask him to contribute in that in that yeah, manner. You you can. I mean, if you're going to activate him, which I'm not a fan of, but you now it's a numbers game. You don't have that many guys healthy with EQ now hurt. You might as well try and use him instead of just absolutely just standing uh, standing on the sideline and not doing anything. Th- think about this as well. How many guys are actually returning kickoffs in the National Football League now? How many kickoffs are returned? There's not many, like 10%. Very, very few. What, He's not what's your the analytics return. on it? 10%? No, I, I would say that, that that may even be aggressive. Yeah. But let's just settle on 10%. You are actually keeping a guy active on the chance that somebody misses a kickoff or pops one up. Like, I, he doesn't return punch. You don't trust him to do so. He doesn't catch the ball. That is a wasted roster spot at this point well, unless you find other ways to get him involved. It just is. And now you have a running back opening with two guys out at once. You want to, Let's take these headline calls. Carmen in Akron, you're on ESPN 1000. What you got for us, Carmen? The headline would be the Nordic shrivel against the Chicago Bears. The Nordic shrivel. Do mm. you don't like it, Waddle? No. You know, because it's cold. I get it, but they're, they're not there. I mean, I guess that's the play on it is is that Nordics normally handle the cold well, but it's supposed to be 50. Okay. Uh, that's that's we a We appreciate the effort. but uh, Jeff and Streamwood. Jeff, what do you got? Hey, guys. My headline is Bears give Minnesota Viking funeral. That's when you send someone out to sea and burn the boat? Is that what? Yes, and think about this. That may be, this is good, because think about the symbolism here. Because if the Vikings go to one and five, the odds are that they are not coming back from, from that this year. And it's more possible they may trade Kirk Cousins or be willing to trade Cousins. He'd obviously have to agree to the trade. But the Viking funeral for the 2023 season may be at hand. That's good. You, you could just have the headline, Viking funeral. Viking funeral. Yeah, that's not bad, Jeff. That it, probably would would be better for a Minneapolis paper yes. than a Chicago paper, but we'll pass it along to Pat 
or I keep calling him Pat, Paul Allen when uh, Sylvie sees him on Sunday. Uh, well, and, and not, not during pregame, no. only during the game. During the game. Which is weird. Very Andy weird. in Brookfield, you're on ESPN 1000. Andy, what you got, good. Andy? All right, so listen to me out. I got a combo, but it's going to go good. I was going to go with either bear down, exclamation point, or bears win, exclamation point. I'm going bear down. <laughs> and then you add semen. Keeping it simple, huh? Keeping it simple. Semen. Comma goes dry or semen, comma land no. Okay, you show yourself out. <laughs> show yourself out. Who are these people? <laughs> uh, who the hell are these people? I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> uh, I love that call. <laughs> you can come to my party at any time. That sounded weird. Oh, Jack uh, Jackson in Oak Park. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jackson? What's up, guys? I'm keeping mine super simple with an ellipsis at the end that says, at least we're not the worst. At not least, the worst of the NFC North. At least we're not the worst. Nope. Okay. Oh, Bob well, in Geneva. This is, my, this is my fault. I asked. Okay. Bob in Geneva. I, I Bob? All right. All right, guys. Here we go. So the number two good the number two strong with a question mark because we just don't know yet. Too good, too strong with a question mark. Drink up, Mike in New Lenox. You're on ESPN 1000. Shut the horn up, Bears win. <laughs> what was it? Shut the horn up instead of shut the hell up. That's well, not... the Viking horn. The Viking yeah. horn. Yep. But they the don't play up. the horn. Bears they, win. They don't bring the horn to Chicago. But it still, it was, it still made me yeah. laugh. It still did make me giggle. Is there a cousin joke in here? Like, can we find a cousin joke? Seriously, <laughs> that's, only, that's only if they tie. You have to have. We just kissed our cousin. We just kissed our cousins. Kissing cousins, right? Because that's what they say when you tie. You get it. Mark in Arlington Heights. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. I have uh, I have the same one as somebody else. It was just uh, bears streaking at Viking funeral. Okay. How about the, okay? Like, let me let, let's workshop this. How about just from like the the old school movie? We're streaking. We're going streaking because we're going we, streaking. Like at some yeah. point. If you win two in a row, like it's almost a play on, hey, it's been so long that we are celebrating a two-game win streak because we're a bunch of boobs. And we, we are a bunch had of boobs. We are. So, like, we're going streaking. That's pretty – that's not bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm grading myself right now. Give myself a solid B-. minus. It's very unoriginal, though. I mean – It is. Very Sometimes, unoriginal. Okay, let me workshop the word semen again, okay? And let me see what I can come up with. <laughs> Meantime, Sharfy weighed in, who, who's a sales guy at the station. I mixed up my, uh, my, my relatives who you would kiss. When you kiss your sister, it's like tying, yeah. not when yeah. you kiss your cousin. Well, but you have kissing What's kissing cousins? your cousin? Yeah. I think I'm high. I mean, there's kids. Have you been taking something? I don't know what, if I had is there a gas leak in your house? What is going on? I don't know.
I don't know. I think Bill and Northbrook just wanted to talk some bears. Okay, good. Bill, save us. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any witty headlines, but it doesn't sound like too many people do either. So Good point, Bill. Yeah, that's here, right. But yeah, thanks. <laughs> so I think on Monday, guys, what we're going to be talking about is despite another strong showing by Justin Fields in the offense, Kirk Cousins is just going to look great picking apart this Bears zone defense. Bears have a knack for doing this. Just letting mediocre – I think Kirk Cousins is a total bum. They're going to let a mediocre quarterback just kind of run all over them like they usually do. Now, look, I have a lot of hope that they can repeat some performance, put up a lot of points. I just don't see the defense stepping up where they need to in this case. Man, if if, if they allow this team without Jefferson, and I know they still have some weapons, but they don't have a run game. It's not like they have to keep you honest. If they allow him to to score, like I was saying, like someone said in the Twitch chat earlier, if they rack up yards, 400 yards, if they rack up 30 points, shame on Eberflus, shame on the defense, especially when getting healthier. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. But look, it's happened before. Like Jordan Love threw for 245 yards against this defense. So is it... Is it unthinkable that Kirk Cousins, even without Justin Jefferson, could go out there and have a day? It's not unthinkable. And, and, and personally, I don't think that the Vikings are really going to change their offense that much. I think that they'll, they'll slot Jordan Addison in. Hawkinson is truly a threat as a tight end. K.J. Osborne. Uh, Osborne is a guy that obviously Cousins feels comfortable throwing to. Like I don't think that Madison's a good good receiver out of the backfield. I I don't Acres, think they're going to change they, they traded for Acres. That's right. Acres is there and, and is is probably going to get more run, more carries. Um, like, I think the key is it's the same key we always see. And, and why has Kirk Cousins been able to beat us most recently is because we haven't been able to get him off his spot consistently. So he sits back and he's able to throw the football. And if you don't pressure him, he will move his team down the field. If you pressure him there's a chance that he may throw it to you. So, like, I think the entire key to the game is, A, our offense has got to take care of the football. Zero turnovers turned into a win last week. Like, that that was, to me, was one of the, the most crucial elements of that game on Thursday night was the fact that the Bears did not turn the ball over at all. And they finally and, won a turnover battle. And exactly. They, got, they and, created some. And, and then... You you flip it over to the other side, and they were able to pressure, you know, the commanders from from the opening snap of the game. And and if you allow Kirk Cousins to sit back there and be comfortable, he's going to be able to move the ball down the field, like one of the callers said. If you pressure him, there's a chance that you you may come away with a, a takeaway. So, you know, you're going to have to you're going to have to do a couple of things: take care of the football and and make their quarterback uncomfortable. And that's not asking too much in the NFL. Phil and Park Ridge, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Phil? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you know, I I wanted to get a little bit back uh, toward the uh, Eddie Jackson issue and try to figure out why everyone is uh, drinking the Eddie Jackson Kool-Aid. Um, I, I don't really know that the numbers have been there for the last, like, two years, and then we're dealing with what's going on this year. So, um I don't know. I'm not a genius, but maybe somebody can clue me in on um, why that's uh, why he seems to be like the prodigal son of the, uh, of the of the defense when he's rarely showing up. 
Let's let's talk about that waddle on the other side. All right, about uh, Eddie Jackson. Courtney had an interesting nugget about yep. Eddie Jackson too yeah. on our show yesterday and also in the podcast. Um, and and we'll get to that coming up next. I also want to talk some baseball. All right, I want to I want to play a game with you too on Castellanos. Uh, was Castellanos um, being a jerk yesterday, or just is he just generally a little bit odd? So we'll let's let's play that game, jerk or odd. Uh, all that coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you, making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. They answered right back. Castellanos, deep in the left field. It is a fair ball. Home run. Castellanos, high fly ball. Way back. Goodbye. One and two the count. And did he go? He did. It's over. The Philadelphia Phillies are headed back to the National League Championship Series. Good stuff last night. That was a good baseball game. That's uh, highlights on Turner. Brian Anderson with the call. Castellanos, he had back-to-back games with two home runs in each game. That was the first time that's happened in the postseason. I won't ask you because I know you're a diehard Cub fan. Maybe I will ask you. I know that this team doesn't supplant or supplant the Cubs as your favorite team, but do you find yourself being a Phillies fan for some reason because of how they do things and their enthusiasm and Schwarber being a part of it? Because I find myself to be a bit of a Phillies fan at times. I was going to text Hembo about this because I generally don't root for Philly in really anything. Though I, though I, and I rooted for the Chiefs, but I, I don't find – the Eagles to be like a, a dislikable. I like a lot of the players on the Eagles, but generally I don't like their fans and their fan base. But I find those Phillies atmosphere to be so good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I've I've always just disliked the way they've treated people, and I know it's a stereotype, and not all Philly fans are like that, and a lot of the Philly fans rage against it. But generally, I find it to be a tough atmosphere to go to if you're sure. not a Philly fan. I How about the not... team? Oh, yeah, the team is, yeah. is like, like Bryce Harper, to me, is as likable and, yeah. and uh, like, his, is worth every penny. They, uh, have an, they have a swagger. They have an edge. They have, you know, something about them. A, I wouldn't say a je ne sais quoi, but a, there's something about the – the Phillies that I appreciate and I actually wa- like watching them. And and I wanted know, Trey full- Turner this year on the Cubs. Yes. Remember, he yes, was he absolutely. was the guy I wanted. And full disclosure, a lot of that is probably tie- tied to Schwarber because yes. of how much I think our show really appreciates Kyle Schwarber. And and we understand he hit 197 this year, but he also hit 47 dongs and drove in 104. Like I think we appreciate we. We appreciate uh, Schwarber for who he is and what he's done in Major League Baseball. And we have a huge appreciation for that, and we like him. 
And I think that that carries over, at least for me, with regard to enjoying watching the Phillies play. Yeah, Schwarber's never going to be Mickey Mantle. Schwarber's never going to hit for average like Ted Williams. But uh, Kyle Schwarber's always going to be an 800 OPS guy. He's always going to hit for power. He's never going to be a gold glove guy, but he's going to be awesome in the clubhouse. And he's a winner. And 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 um, by the way, you know today's an anniversary. It's one of my favorite. Oh, the monster shot. Yes, this is one of my favorite Cubs games of all time. Like I know, like a lot of people always say, well, Game Seven of the World Series, and I've always told you, Game Six of the NLCS when they won the pennant mm-hmm. is my number one favorite Cubs game. This is I don't know if it's number two, but it's like top five Cubs game. Of all time, and it was punctuated uh, by this cow. Since you brought up Schwarber, I thought it's a perfect time to play it. Then sure. I'll play the, the Castellanos uh, interview afterwards. But here's Schwarber while we're reminiscing eight years ago today. And Schwarber sends one high and deep, way back. And this ball is long gone. Mercy. What in the world? Over the scoreboard on the Sheffield it goes. Schwarber. With a booming home run, and the Cubs have a 6-4 lead. Wow, what a statement. That ball was crushed. It wasn't just high. It was far. Look where this ball lands. In Pittsburgh, it went into the river, didn't it? It was awesome. Um, that went landed onto the scoreboard. We we soon found out, and Brian Anderson had that call too. He did last night's Phillies game, and he did that Cubs game. And the reason why that game was so memorable, not only for the Schwarber shot, but they beat the Cardinals. You know that was the year that they were a year early in 2015, and they won that Pittsburgh game. And then to beat the Cardinals, your arch enemy, yeah. when they were still the favorite to beat you, and to, it's sort of like when the Hawks beat the Wings, and you know for the 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 Cubs to finally beat your big brother, that was so special to me. And and, and Schwarber so far in the postseason, 25 at bats, he's only got four hits, he's got no home runs. He's got 10 strikeouts. He's batting 160 with a 222 OBP and a slug of 240. I would just tell you, don't count him out because don't be they shocked. They come in bunches. If, yeah, they come in bunches. He and may hit five next series. Exactly. Don't be shocked if he unloads on, on, on somebody over the next several games because he won't stay down. You keep him down or he, he gets down, you can't keep him down. I uh, would not be shocked if he still plays an enormous role in, in their run. That's why they're really good because Harper could get really hot. Trey Turner gets hot. Castellanos got hot this series with with um, Bryce Harper. And Real Muto gets hot. You know, they have so many guys who are just so good offensively. Um, this is this is what I wanted to play, though. Um, Merck was texting us about this. Is this just who Castellanos is, who we've always known? He He sort of... You know, walks to the beat of a different drummer. Um, Or, like, do you remember, too, Castellanos has gone through some tough times in Philly. He he had gone through some struggles. And now, like, this is, he was living it up in the outfield. uh, You know, curtain calls and and taking off off, um, hat tips and stuff like that. And so now's his time on the field afterwards in front of the rest of the country 
to sort of take a bow in the interview, and this is the way it went. Nick, nobody in Major League history has hit two home runs on back-to-back postseason games, but you just did, and you guys are headed to the NLCS. Where's the question in that? There's no question. Thank thank you for telling me. I I thought you'd be happy with that. Uh, I am, man, but we got eight more wins. I just think he's awkward. I I don't think that he's just intent, but I don't know. I have no idea. Like I, we've interviewed him. Or did have we interviewed him once? We we've had him on once. And Carmen and Carmen Yurko and Yurko had, had him on. on. He was great. And then when he was fantastic. Yes, we've had him on too. Where uh, about about stuff like remember he didn't have a he stopped using a cell phone right or an right, iPhone right. and he went to a regular like a flip phone. Yes. To, to, I think it for me it's more about him just being awkward, di- awkward and different. Yeah, that's how this I This is his mo- like this is his like Bryce Harper went on afterwards and expansive and I know interviews aren't everything. I but it, 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 that's I'll give the I I will say this different. as well. That's I'll different. say this who who was the interviewer again? Matt Weiner. Matt Weiner I, I I thought he did a really nice job not getting red-assed or, you know, flummoxed by it. I thought that he played along with the situation and, and handled it the right way. I thought it could have been a hell of a lot more awkward than it was. And because Weiner had a smile on his face and didn't take it personal the way that some, right. you know, journalists or broadcasters would take it. Um just and it thought wasn't it was an just that moment. question. That was the weirdest answer. But like the whole, he was short with everything, wasn't he? I mean, that's your moment, man. Aren't you? you it, it, he he was like uh, Thayer mentioned Pop earlier. Like that was very Popovich like yeah. at the end of the first quarter during a game. You just won the NLDS and you were fantastic. Yeah, I again. take a bow. I think my vote would go for it's just he's just awkward in those situations. But again, I, I if somebody said to me that's you know the wrong way to handle that interview, I can't argue with you. Um, I don't. What do you don't... think, Tyler? I think the sideline reporter's in the wrong there. Ask a question. You're, you're out there to ask questions. Ask a question. That's like true. Nick Castellanos is totally in the right. Where, where's your question? I know, but like you know, just being a good human being at times, you pick each other up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get your point, but I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make too much of it either way. Like, I don't think, I don't think that the, the Matt Weiner was horribly in the wrong. I don't think Castianos was horribly in the wrong. I thought it was an awkward moment, but something that you know doesn't need to be, you know doesn't need to be I mean, like over. there are ways you can react to a statement like yeah hey it's not about me or these records it's about this team it's about winning it all we still have many more games but it's about these fans in this moment at this at this time like soak it in hey, I, tyler's right i mean from a broadcast right you're probably taught that don't ever make a statement always ask a question i get that but it's not the first time that that has happened you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, it didn't. Who was the bigger? Who was the bigger jerk last night? Was it Castellanos or was it Steve Smith? Do you want to play the Steve Smith to refresh people's mind? Who was or was Steve jerk? Smith not in the wrong at all last night? 
remember a short while ago, yeah. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was walking by, and Steve called out to him. I called and he got a different reaction. I called out to him because I'll, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. Just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rob and Bucky, was ninja. Ninja? Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right. And then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you. <laughs> Hugely Look, entertaining though. He is. Uh, and, and, Look, I think that when you call someone a jag, there's a connotation here. Now, he says it's just another guy. So there is an acronym that, that there's an explanation for it. Uh, and I understand where, he, where he's, he's coming from there. I don't think that it got personal. Maybe it did when you, you know, again, when you look deeper into this and you say that, that Steve Smith is calling me a jag. But then he tells you, I called you a jag because I just labeled you as just another guy. When you criticize somebody's ability or their accomplishments or how they perform, that's fair. When you cross over the line and you become personal with your criticism, then I don't think it's fair. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to you know, decipher whether or not this got personal, and I really don't think it did. I think Steve Smith, who's got a tremendous resume, was a fabulous player, and has got skins on the wall and, and speaks from – you know, a position of accomplishment, you know, when he says another receiver is just another guy, you know, I respect his opinion because he wasn't just another guy. Didn't Steve Smith beat someone up once in uh, Carolina? Uh, the camp? running back. It was the, the running, running back, back. yes. Yeah. Didn't he get – he, like, they got into a fight. And yes. Usually in training camp fights, the, yeah. not much happens, but did he get on top of him and start pummeling his face? Yeah, Ken yes. Lucas. He let him have it. <sighs> it was a running back um, – who was it, Kevin? Did you say Ken Lucas? Ken Lucas was a defensive back, though. Wasn't maybe, he? maybe there were a couple then, but oh, I yeah. remember a running back too. But I like he like you don't want to mess with Steve well, Smith. The, the, the guy he hit or the guy he got in, in, into the fight with had to go on injured reserve, I think, because he was hurt so bad. Yes, yes. You just don't want to mess with Steve Smith. He's one of those guys that if he's talking smack to you. You just turn around and you walk the other yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, Kevin's right. He was sent home from training camp in 2008 after punching a teammate, Ken Lucas. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you were right. He was a starting cornerback. But I didn't he also fight one of I his running so. backs as I well? I thought so, unless we're thinking of someone else, maybe. Maybe we're thinking of uh, the wide receiver on 
Washington at the time. Could be. Uh, maybe there was another fight yeah. then. And I, and you're right about the, the Steve Smith-Ken Lucas fight. I think there was another one, too. But, man, who he's, he's one yeah, tough I, SOB. I yeah, I wouldn't want to mess with him. No. All right, uh, coming up next, Abdallah will tell a story. We're cross-talking. Aren't we cross-talking with Blackhead Abdallah next? Yes, we are. All right, let's uh, cross-talk with the boys. Coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's a good recall by you, Kevin, with the uh, Lucas fight with um, Steve Smith. The one that I was thinking of was. Yeah, I just checked it out. Me too. Uh, uh, hat tip to a Twitter follower as well who pointed it out. Michael Westbrook. Yes. And Stephen Davis. Yes. Michael Westbrook just crushed Stephen Davis, the yeah. running back. Stephen Davis, uh, there were thoughts that Stephen Davis was actually going to file charges against Westbrook because it was so vicious. I don't think that ever happened, but. Um, yeah, that's that was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen. I've seen some fights in practice. I don't think I've, I've ever seen anything that vicious. Yeah, and, and all the cameras captured it. Um, let's bring in uh, Black and Abdallah right now. It's good to talk to the guys again. It's brought to you by Steinhoffels. Shop their eighty-nine uh, year anniversary sale. It's the last weekend for that. Check it out. Their new store in Harwood Heights. What's up, boys? What's Hello. up, guys? What's going on? Everything's good. You remember uh, you texted uh, the Steve Smith story last night, uh, Abdallah. Yeah, we were at the Super Bowl uh, in oh, 20, so 2020 uh, before the world stopped. And uh, it was like the end of the night. Like it was the last. It was Friday. I think it was Friday night. Yep. And it was the end of the night. So it was just like us and like the sports badger from like some weird <laughs> You know, like those weird stations that are like in the middle of no. It's like Oklahoma, the, the sports, sports badger. badger. Yeah, like in the middle of the sports. We get after it. It's the Blah. sports elk in the in Wisconsin Blah. sports elk. Yeah, and like <laughs> Steve Smith is get is like you know making he's leaving, and I think Sylvie goes, "Hey, it's Steve Smith. Go see if we can we can get him on." And I was like, "All right, cool." So I set my headphones down. I run over and I'm like, "Hey, Steve, it's Adam with Waddle and Sylvie at uh, ESPN Chicago. You got five minutes." He goes, "Nope." You guys don't have a real quarterback. And he just kept walking. Like, I couldn't even get up to him. Like, he's, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't have, like, a handler or anything. I just I couldn't get within 10 feet because that burn was so, so yeah. deep that I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, bye. You were probably also at that time. I mean, I would have been the same way. We're like, okay, thanks, Mr. Smith. Yeah, have essentially, yeah. I was like, all right, see you later. Like, he was on his way yeah. out. It wasn't like he was just yeah. standing there on his phone or something like that. Like, he was leaving. So I, I understood it. And uh, I think he went over to go talk to the, uh, the sports uh, camel. See, see what they've uh, see what they've done to us. We all have to wear the bad quarterback play for the history of the franchise. We've got to wear it. We can't even book guys because of it. That's what I'm saying. We we got to wear it. Like like that's the diss to us. Oh, we don't. We we're, we're not the ones picking the quarterbacks. We want. It's the always. Oh, you guys are from Chicago, and then there's a hearty laugh, and then they no no thanks have a great night. It's like ah uh, come know, on, man. The way it is. That's not funny for us. He had his best. Game Seriously, guys, the Bears. like can. Can you help us, A, with a headline? Yeah. Potentially after Sunday. Mm -hmm. And B, what is like what should we be expecting 
to be talking about on Monday when we come in. So the headline, I don't think anybody said it. The obvious one, because I always picture, I always picture like the back of the Sun Times, right? Because they always go with the jokey headline at the at the at the back of the uh, the sports page at the end of games, right? And for for Monday, it's if the Bears win and Cousins doesn't look good, it's going to be you like that. Like that's going to be the headline. Yeah, it's going to be good. you like that, and it's going to have like the score. Or it's going to be like, we like that, or something like that. It's going to be a play yeah, that's a good point. on you like that, or we like that, or whatever it is. It's going to be a play on How do you like, that. though, guys, how do you like uh, a Tyler's suggestion? That's fabulous, isn't it? Skull blank? Yeah, I, yeah, I heard the <laughs> non-blanked version, and yes. Yeah, we yeah. heard that uh, during the commercial break. We heard that version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a good one, though, isn't it? Like, it, it is. It's probably not usable. Probably no. Eh. Probably. A I dumb mean, you word, could but... use like uh, the what are you, characters? Like you could use like a mm-hmm. an and asterisks. and yeah, asterisks yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, papers need yeah. to be edgy now. They they need people yeah, to, yeah. to pick the up the yeah. do right? I agree. They got to use them for something other than the bottom of what, bird what's cages. Their, what's okay. the tagline? The hardest working paper in America yes. isn't that uh-huh. at the top? Uh-huh. I think they should. Okay, do it. what? So so what should we be talking about? Get, get rid of the catchy headlines. What will we be talking about on Monday? Justin Fields' progress. Yeah. Week three where a he win. looks like a real quarterback and the Bears win. Mm-hmm. And still I think, not all perfect, but, but, no. but still points and progress. Yeah, yeah. and progress. I, think, I think the score is going to be weird, too. I'm predicting a weird score, like because there's gonna be. I think there's gonna be a missed extra point because of the wind. The gusts are supposed to be up to like 24 miles an hour. And so I think you're going to get a missed. Uh, Not from our guy. Cairo is our, he's our best player. Well, I never said it was loud. from us. I just said you're okay, going to get some good. missed extra points. He does when he struggles, though. Waddle, he he's does miss extra points. <laughs> That's what. Remember, he struggled with extra points last year. That's true. But I do think they win. I think you're going to. I think we're going to be talking about another game where Fields looks decent, and he has to be because they're down to half a running back. And uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be good. I think they'll right. win. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go twenty. I'm gonna take that lead then, Abdallah, and go twenty six twenty four Bears. Okay, all right. Oh, oh, I got twenty seven twenty four Bears. Okay. Those are both overs. Yes, yeah. all we right. Like the overs. Okay. Well, neither, neither defense scares anything out of you. So yeah, I feel like just because of the Score. conditions, though, they're gonna both teams are gonna try to run the ball more. But aren't the Vikings one of the only teams without a rushing touchdown? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Correct. All right, boys, have a great show tonight, okay? Thank Thank you. you. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. Uh, There you go, Doug Kazarian. Thank you to him for joining us, Tom Thayer. Thank you to him. Don't forget, Black and Abdallah up next, and their pregame show begins at 8 a.m. on Sunday. I'll be back at 10 a.m. for the network pregame show. Uh, Thank you to Kevin for lying today uh, and for Meller. (laughs) And uh, thank you to Tyler Aki. Uh, As always, for Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great weekend. Go Bears.